You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Wake up and wager. Welcome into the show. Happy Thursday, October 14th. A lot to get to today. Rolling up to week, what is week six of the NFL. Uh, contest picks. So much other stuff to get to here. We've got a tennis play for the very end of the show. If you stay tuned for that, if that's your cup of tea. But otherwise, today is a full NFL day. We'll talk about uh, every game down the board we're going to go through. See if there's an edge. See if there's a play. I'll share what my uh, projection is for the game to kind of give you another look at at it. And uh, Ricky will do the same for his. Ricky, good morning. How are we doing? Oh, good morning, Tom. This is the episode, Tom, that I look forward to all week. NFL Thursday. Me too. It's fantastic to roll through these games. What I started to do this week, and I didn't come up with it, literally a single play, but I'm trying to incorporate uh, some props, some player props into the mix. See if I can fare any better there with a market that's significantly less sharp than betting sides and totals. I didn't find a single play I liked from the research that I did last night and uh, for a while this morning here before the show. Literally found not a single one. Uh, so maybe I need to be a little more little more uh, willing to find something, but just nothing that I said, wow, I have to have that. Hey, that's okay. Don't No need to force plays if you don't love them. That's exactly the thought. That's exactly the thought. So we're going to go through each of these games. Uh, we're going to use the lines from BetMGM here. That's the one that I have up. And we'll use BetMGM. We'll use some of the consensus, consensus lines if it's way off. But BetMGM, if you go to SteadyPicks.com, there's a banner on the website. Special offer from BetMGM. $1,000 risk-free bet at your first bet, risk-free. Go sign up today. Help support this show on Steady Picks Radio. So go ahead and do that. Thank you so much. Ricky, let's start with the first game tonight. Thursday night football. The Buccaneers lay in seven points against the Dallas or against the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Goodness. Buccaneers against the Eagles. Seven points is the number right now. Do you have uh, a play on, on tonight's game? 
So I do have a play connected to this game, Tom. I got I'm pulling the old teaser out of the back pocket uh, this this week for my I'm going to place my second teaser of the season, which for me, Tom, I've been pretty disciplined. I used to do like one of these a week, I would say last season. Second one. We're in week six. I'm going to be teaser too, Ricky. I'll be have I'll have a teaser this week too. You'll be happy to know. Oh, I love it. So <laughs> I'm going to be teasing the Bucks down. Um, I actually got them six and a half on this line, six and a half on DraftKings. So that's where I placed this teaser. I got them down to minus a half point. And Tom, I just, I really don't see a way that the Eagles win this game as much as I, you know, love the team. If you go back to the Carolina game last week, if it wasn't for that blocked punt, they probably don't win the game. They couldn't move the ball the entire game. It was so frustrating to watch as an Eagles fan. Um, the fact that we even won the game still kind of blows my mind, but I, I just don't see how uh, how Jalen shoots it out with Tom Brady in this Bucks offense here. You know, it's an interesting game. I'm not on this game, but I think the Bucks have more problems than people really want to realize. Like, I think their defense is really not not very good. You Which, can't run on them, though. That's the thing. So they have a strength within the defense, even though the back end, Ilya, is very banged up, Tom. They got a lot of guys out. Very banged up and wasn't that good to begin with. Like, heading into the season, it was already projected to be, you know, bottom half of the league in secondary. Secondary alone. Now they take, and they were very thin at that position. Now they take these injuries, and suddenly the secondary is one of the worst in the league. <laughs> yeah, the, the injuries will do that, but you got to remember, you still got to keep what that defense did last postseason in the back of your head, especially considering every single one of those players is still on the roster, Tom. So, but ultimately a lot of people are on the Eagles taking the seven specifically here because this is like a back, I feel like a backdoor cover spot, Tom, Mm -hmm. like maybe Jalen they're down 10, 13 points and Jalen can come down the field at the end of the game and, you know, maybe give you a little, uh, backdoor cover, but I don't see it, Tom. I don't see it. I don't see how. I wouldn't feel comfortable even taking the seven with the Eagles. So easy play for me here to to tease this one or take the Bucks. Yeah, I do. I do lean Eagles here. Honestly, I think the the Bucks are just really banged up. That secondary. When you have a secondary like that, you can't you can't really lay seven points to to a lot of teams. And the Eagles, for what they are, they've looked impressive at times to a point so primetime game in philadelphia i think we could have a closer game than we think here uh let's switch over to sunday sunday there's a game in london ricky there is a game in london it's the dolphins against the jaguars sending uh sending london a, a very good game yeah, I like I like these little morning London games, Tom. Um, you know, I don't have a play on this game. The Dolphins, speaking of the Bucks, the game we were just on, I mean, 
they got punched in the mouth by the Bucks last week. Absolutely smoked 45 to 17. They got problems, Tom. Both these teams, nothing I like about them. Uh, this is a stay off for me. Yeah, I do not have a play on this either. If I were to have a play, it would be Jaguars plus three or Jaguars on the money line. You hit it right on the head. The Dolphins have so many issues, just so many problems. Is Tua back? He is projected to be back, last I heard. But it doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter. He's not good. Yeah, Tua, man, I'll tell you, passing on Justin Herbert has never looked so bad as it does at this given moment (laughs) with the way he's playing. But, yeah, Tom, I don't think Tua is going to be a huge lift either. So I think this one we can move past and just safely say, you know, non-bet. Staying off. Uh, We got the Packers laying four and a half in Chicago against the Bears. Four and a half is the number there. I do have a play on this one, Tom. I do have a play here. And quickly, I wanted to touch on my records, too, because I know, you know, like hearing this, obviously, I want you guys to know where I'm at here. We're having a hell of an NFL season. 14-4-1 plus 8.5 units. We've been limited in the plays. We're going to continue to do that here. But, Tom... I like the Packers in this game uh, for a few reasons. First of which, Aaron Rodgers has this team's number. He owns the Bears. He's actually 10-3 10, 10 against the spread at Soldier Field throughout his career. I believe he's won all those games, Tom, uh, that or the games that he has won. They've mostly been blowouts. Matt LaFleur is 4-0 straight up and against the spread against the Bears in his coaching tenure in Green Bay. All of those wins have been by seven points or more. So this one just comes down to Aaron Rodgers scoring more points than that Bears offense can do. This is actually one of my plays as well, Ricky, on the Packers. Um, For pretty much every reason – that you said the Bears are the most overrated three and two team I have ever seen. I think in in football. Yeah, people are giving them credit like they're a, a legit. Like in my power rankings, they're twenty ninth. That's how bad the Bears are, and I'm not alone. If you listen and dig into other people's power ratings, the Bears are low. No one has them higher than 24 at the absolute highest. So when you consider that, they're 3-2. and two. They're actually, I just don't, I don't get how you can play the Bears. I really don't. Green Bay will be a public heavy side on uh, on Sunday, very public heavy. Yeah, that that worries me a bit, but not over the top, Tom. They are 2-0 and at home. Uh, the Bears, so they they play better at Soldier Field, and even last week with the Raiders, like their win against the Raiders, we all know that locker room in in Vegas was all messed up. They came out flat. I don't even think you can take too much stake into that win. So I'm with you here, man. I just think the Bears are like 
not a very good team, unfortunately. Next down on the list, we got the Bengals laying three and a half against the Detroit Lions in Detroit. Three and a half is the number. Looks like it opened around, where did it open? One. Bengals laying one point. Uh, All the way up to three and a half pretty much everywhere. Ricky, what do you think? No play here, Tom. I can't bet against Dan Campbell. I want to take the Bengals. I love Joe Burrow, as I've said the whole year. I just, I trust him. I trust the guy to go score points. I love the Bengals' defense. But, I mean, Dan Campbell, Tom, he was crying. After they, he was crying for his team yeah, wasn't after a great they lost. Look. I, I, I don't hate him, but that wasn't really a great look. I completely disagree. I think the locker room, like, I think he, I don't think there's a coach in the NFL whose players will go to war for him more than Dan Campbell. And that is the reason I'm not betting the Bengals is I think they're decimated with injuries. They're not talented, but they fight and teams that fight cover. I don't know the whole crying thing. I get, I get why you think it's a good look and the team rallies behind that. But dude, you literally were crying. Like he's an emotional guy, Tom. I know, you but, know, but you're crying it wasn't over a like, football. You're crying over a game. I don't know. But it wasn't, it wasn't like crying, like trying to get attention and make a a media scene. It was actually like sincere. Like he wanted his guys to win that bad. Like, he was that hurt because of the fight his team showed. And you got to remember, Tom, three games. They could have two to three wins easily that uh, NFL history field goals. You know, like, this team plays tough. They're the only team to have two losses in the same season with by field goals with over that are over, like, 55 yards as time expires. <laughs> so they have really gotten just the absolute worst of it. Um but no, I, I get it. I get it. No Next play game. though. No play is the, the moral yeah, no of game. it. No no play. No play. Houston Texans plus ten uh against the Colts laying ten in Indianapolis. What do you think? You couldn't pay me to lay 10 points behind Carson Wentz. That's it. No play. I wouldn't lay 10 points behind that guy against a damn Division Three team where he came from or whatever North Dakota is, Tom. I, I, I couldn't do it. I don't see how that team – they play Baltimore tough, blow a 22-3 lead, and now they're a 10-point favorite over a team that's played pretty good against everybody. Yeah, you absolutely cannot lay 10 points here. You can't. You can't do it. The Texans, I almost pulled the trigger on the Texans, but I I just decided that you got to just stay away from this game. Like, my numbers on this came out to six. That's a big discrepancy. But as we talk about... Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to say, Tom... This is a game I'd consider sprinkling Houston money line, like really small. That's how much I dislike the Colts here. I I think the Texans could win this game. I do agree with you. And, but at the end of the day, am I really going to play on the Houston Texans? 
when no. all these other teams <laughs> are there. Like, there's just no point. There's just no point. Like, this number's wrong. I think it's wrong. I've heard a lot of people say that it's not right compared to their numbers. But the Texans, you have to realize, could come out and have four turnovers and do nothing in an entire game and lose by 10 on accident. Like, that's the kind of team that they can be. So just stay away. Stay away. Uh, Ricky, Los Angeles Rams, L.A. Rams laying nine and a half against the Giants. It's an awfully big number. Rams going to the Giants. So, Tom, this is a game that I had, I was ready to bet, and then... I remember that I don't have to bet games for steady picks. Like there's no, I'm not given an amount of games I must pick every week by this company. So there is no reason for me to pick a game unless I love it. I pulled it off. I was on the Giants actually when it was plus 10 early this morning. I saw a 10 available. Ultimately, I hear Daniel Jones is trending toward playing. I don't think... The Giants are as bad, Tom, as people think. They're banged up. I, I know Saquon's going to be out, but the defense really isn't that bad. At home, 10-point dog. Matt Stafford, I love him, but he is a dome quarterback. He's been his whole career. I just think it's a lot of points. I would have been on the Giants. I pulled it off, but I think that there's a lot of value on the Giants, Tom. I really do. There's just too many injuries here for me to get involved. Like, yes, I think it's a good number to get nine and a half, even if a 10 flashes back up before the end of the week. But at the end of the day, you're betting on a team that has so many injuries. And, you know, we talk about this all the time. How much is Daniel Jones worth to the point spread? How much is Saquon Barkley worth? How much are those two receivers worth? How much are all of them worth put together? It's really tough to put a number on that. You you essentially you can't. There's too many variables on the Giants here, ultimately. But I'm saying if they were healthy, like I need a good opening number of this. I'm showing three and a half, but I don't think there's any way that that's proper. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Those opening lines can be kind of all over the place. I, I think, Tom, you, you figure if everyone's healthy, it's probably seven or less, right? But that's what I'm saying. If if everybody's healthy and this is a normal game and this number is six points, then the Giants end up being a fantastic play here because all of those guys put together are not worth three and a half points. See, I disagree. I, I think they're not, not they're having not. your QB, not. Saquon, starting receivers, you're, you're putting your second-string offense in at that point. That's worth at least a field goal, no? Nope. Not three and a half. No chance. It's funny. there, but... It's true. Oh. And they... Well, we'll agree to disagree, but it's a pretty... Like, players are not worth as much as people think, and that's why it's often profitable to look towards a team like the Giants who are hurt, you know, have some injuries because this line has no business being nine and a half. 
with the injuries that they have? The steady pick system, Tom, some of that data, really heavy on the Giants here. But I, I'm wondering like if those players are factored in to this number. Like if they have have it like this with potentially Daniel Jones, Barkley, the you know, yeah. Well, let's can we uh let's dive back into this game tomorrow and any others that have some lingering like injury impact because it, it is a little early to to gauge this game in general. Okay, that'll work. That'll work. I just get fascinated by this idea. Like, I really do. Sounds like we both lean Giants, though. Like, we both feel the the values on the Giants either way. Yep. Yep. Oh, Ricky, I can't get over it. I can't even move on. The difference between... <laughs> get it out, Tom. Get the it difference out. Get between it Barkley and any of the other running backs on their team, like, yes, is a... Like, on the surface is a big difference but it's not a big difference. Like it's it's truly not. Even Daniel Jones to Mike Lennon is honest to god not even probably worth a half a point at most. Tom Like Tom, Daniel Jones Tom. is not that good. Mike Lennon's not that good. They're both not that good. Daniel Jones being Let's in the game. Let's just pause for one second though to to look at this because if you just look at last week when Daniel Jones was in the game. I'm pretty sure he left in a tie game. Like he was going neck and neck with the Cowboys there. Well, it's tough when you it's tough when you get guys pulled out in the middle of a game. I'm saying they lost by like what 30, 20, 30 points with Glennon throwing pick sixes left. Like he's better than Mike Glennon. Don't he's better than Mike Glennon, but not by not significantly. Yeah, not significantly. And but that's what I'm saying. With a full week of preparation. It gets hard when you have a quarterback get injured in the middle of a game. Of course, it's going to go downhill insanely fast in the middle of a game. But when you've got a full week to, to practice, Mike Lennon's been in the league for a long time, knows knows how to game prep, knows how to prep. He's a treat. I'm just saying there's not that much of a difference. There's a smaller difference than people think between between quarterbacks, between running backs especially, between wide receivers like even more the fact that they won't have their good wide receivers means nothing literally nothing yeah i'm, I'm not too concerned about the receivers uh in this one that the dude they have behind them tony and slayton they have like a ton of receivers too the giants are very deep at that position so the concern here is the quarterback tom i think that's really it and and if you believe daniel jones sucks you shouldn't budge at this number. If you're like me and you think Daniel Jones kind of makes that Giants offense move, you know, then maybe be a little more weary of it. But again, this is where you kind of have to make your own call if you wanted to bet this game. Tom and I are off it. We lean Giants, but we're, we're staying off. Uh, afternoon games. Oh, Ricky, we got we to gotta get moving here. Arizona Cardinals getting three points against the Cleveland Browns. This game and one other game in particular are probably the the biggest bet games of the. Uh... Oh, wow! We have a lot of one o'clock games left. I skipped a few. Yeah, 
One one to touch on real quick in the 1 p.m. slate, just because it's the other half of my teaser. The Chiefs and the Washington game, Tom. Mm-hmm. I uh, The second part of that Bucks tease was with the Chiefs, getting them down to minus a half point. So I have Bucks minus a half point, Chiefs minus a half point, minus 128 on FanDuel, if anybody wants that. It's a very square teaser. I think this is going to be the one that everybody's on this week. Yeah. But I really think it's going to cash still. So I'm on it. And uh, I, I feel also comfortable playing the Chiefs at minus six and a half. I'm not doing it, but, um, you know, if you like the Chiefs here, they should win by a touchdown. I've actually, I'm glad you brought up the Chiefs. And maybe we're going to have to figure out the, we're going to have to go through the rest of these games tomorrow. I think just so we don't rush through them because I don't like to do that. So we got time tomorrow to cover some too, but I'm glad you brought up the chiefs because I actually think that the chiefs are, um, in, in a bit of trouble in a bit of trouble. I think that defense, like, yes, that offense is good, but their defense is historically bad this year historically bad they can't stop anyone and i'm not saying that the washington redskins are going to be the one to upset them here but i placed a bet yesterday for the kansas city no on the kansas city chiefs to make the playoffs at plus 270 to make the oh, playoffs. I, hate that bet, no. Tom. I like the value you got but I don't like the bet. But I think people just get burnt, you know, like because they've been good so long, people just assume, like you're doing right now, that they're a good team. But in reality, yes, they're always a good team. But people are just choosing to ignore how bad that defense is struggling. They're really, really going to struggle to beat decent teams this year if they can't stop anybody. See, that's a great point, and I think in this game particular, it's worth noting that the Washington defense is actually equally bad. They're, they're getting torched week in and week out. So if you don't think Patrick Mahomes is going to absolutely just destroy the back end of that defense, Tom, I think you might be wrong. I don't see how they stop him. But for the Chiefs, you got to remember, the reason the reason I'm not in panic mode is – this team has played all of the AFC's best teams already. They start out, they beat Cleveland. Uh, I believe that game was at home in Kansas City, but they they come back and they beat Cleveland, Tom, who's a good team. They lose by a point to Baltimore in Baltimore in Week 2, who's you know at the top of the AFC. They lose by a touchdown to the Chargers. They play the worst game ever offensively. Ball's going off guys' hands, Tom, picks left and right. They then smack the Eagles. And then they lose to, in my opinion, the best team in football in Buffalo. And let me tell you something. That team is really, really good. I don't think there's shame in dropping that game. So for me, I look at it more like the Chiefs have played four of the five or four out of the five games they've played have been against the best teams in the AFC. And they dropped a couple of them. You know, they lost a couple. They won a couple. But ultimately, we know what Patrick Mahomes and this offense does. They've proved it for several years now. They score 30 a game. 
and there's not a lot of teams that can go toe-to-toe with them, Tom. I think they've already played the ones that can. But against this defense, I think there's plenty of teams that can. I shouldn't say plenty, but I think there are several teams that can. Ricky, their defense is horrendous. Horrendous. They rank bottom three in the league in every statistical category that you can find on defense. They are horrible. They're going to you know set who they records back, for being though? the worst defense ever this year. They stink. They're they're getting back the heart of their defense this week. Um, but yeah, I mean, hey, the defense is bad, no question. Uh, I, I'm not going to sit here and say they're not. I'm just going to my my viewpoint is just Patrick Mahomes will win shootouts. But. Yeah, well, Tom, this is a this is a tough one. It's tough which to is say that when he already hasn't won some shootouts, but he's won them too. And if you go by not just this five weeks that we've had this season, because this this Chiefs team, the offense has been together a long time, Tom. Mm-hmm. They've done it for years now. We know what they are. Not with a defense like they have now. And I'll add, the reason I also like this bet so much is when a team plays in as many postseason games as the Chiefs have, it starts to weigh on you. When other teams are off, when you're still in high-stakes, high-pressure football games for several years at this point, that really does start to weigh on you. Like, it truly, truly does. Your season is significantly longer than everybody else's every year. I just think they're due for a bit of a... uh, just a bit of a down year. With the Chargers in the division, could very easily win that. I actually like the Chargers to win that division, which is why I like this bet. I'd rather take, you know, the plus two seventy on the Chiefs to miss than bet the you know the Chargers to win the division at plus one twenty. But I think they they they're not going to win the division, and then they're going to have to win the wild card. But there's some other darn good teams that are floating around and that are going to be in this wild card race. So. No question. Just remember, we're we're only betting this game, though, Tom. We're not like I'm just looking at it like is Taylor Heineke gonna go toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes? Two shitty defenses that have gotten lighten up all year. Which QB slash offense am I rolling with here? And the answer is Chiefs in this game. So, and I teased it, you know. So that should tell you that I agree with you in terms of like the game. I, I didn't lay the points. I think you could, but I didn't. So. I think we, we, we got a good look at that one. Um, one more game, Tom, in the 1 o'clock slate. That's the final pick I have here uh, in the Vikings-Panthers game. This one's interesting, Tom. Two two teams that have been a little bit up and down this season have looked really good, not so good. But I was really impressed with the Panthers' defense last week in the Eagles game. They couldn't they couldn't seem to move the ball on them, Tom. Jalen Hurts, they couldn't run it. It was really that block punt that ignited the points for them to go and win the game at the end. I think the wrong team's favored here. I like the Panthers money line at plus a hundred. You know what? I like that too. I'm not playing it, but I was strongly considering I said the same thing. The wrong team's favored. People just have this misconception, again, that the Vikings are somehow this 
this like Super Bowl ready team every year. The Vikings don't got it. And the Panthers defense is fantastic. Ranks fantastic. You know, Kirk Cousins has been good so far, but the Vikings just look so on or off every week. And I'm not going to trust Kirk I, Cousins I, against a good defense. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, you got to figure too, Sam Darnold, he's not going to play as bad as he played last week. Like that was his uh that was his like get right game or whatever where, you know, you get it, you get all that shit out of you and you come back the next week better. Um but I love the plus money here, Tom. So I, I have a half unit on this one. I have a full unit on the teaser. And I have a half unit on the Packers. And uh, tomorrow, when we jump into these 4 o'clock games, we'll see if uh, maybe we throw a little more. Yeah, I've got a couple of plays on the 4 o'clock and the night game. So I didn't give many today. But I've got a couple to give um Tomorrow, tomorrow morning, we'll finish up the NFL slate. Uh, I like going game by game, just giving some thoughts because it, you know, just helps form an opinion about every team. Hearing what you think, hearing what I think, and uh, oh, Ricky, I'm disappointed in you this this morning. Tom, I'm 14 and four. I, I know, I know you are. Show me some damn love. I know. Eight point five units. That's a long season. You're doing a great job, but it's a long season. He's rooting against me. I I'm not rooting it. against you. No, 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 no. I can feel it, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never root against you. I just, you know, humility is good. So a bad week for you, like an 0-4? I'm not going to say no. <laughs> I'm not going to let it happen. I'm not. I got too many people relying on me now that I've gotten off to a hot start. I can't let him down, Tom. I can't <laughs> let him down. I can't go home for specifically, but love it, love it. Nah, I'm just teasing you. Steady picks radio. Wake up and wager. If you want the two tennis plays and a, and and uh, everything there, Paul Badosa minus one forty five and Anj Jabor minus one ten. Those are the two tennis plays. We also have the Giants tonight. I have the Giants tonight. Minus one hundred five is the number I got there. Oh, and baseball, I forgot. Baseball. And the bet that I made is the Red Sox to win the series against the Astros at plus 130. So take a look at those series prices for, uh, I guess that's tomorrow night. So we could do that tomorrow. Ricky. Real quick, Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the pitching matchup, if you don't mind, in the MLB game. Just curious. Uh, it's Webb against Urias. Oh, wow. And Webb is Webb has been lights out. I cannot believe. I mean, they've both been very good. It's going to be an absolutely wonderful game. All eyes, like I'm going to be watching this over the Eagles. Wow, and this um, is the game to watch tonight. This is a fantastic. You got to think about two teams that win over 106 games are now playing for their playoff to continue their playoff run against each other, and in a series between the two of them that has been intense and really truthfully has gone the Giants way a lot of the time. So it's just going to be a fantastic bit of baseball tonight. We're going Giants. I'm on the Giants. Let's finish this out. They've won the whole series all season long. 
Logan Webb's their best guy. Urias is, you know, the only thing that scares you is Scherzer will be available as a second pitcher, like as the next guy in. So the damn Terminator. It's just tough when you could potentially see Scherzer in this as the second pitcher, like in the fourth inning or something. Scherzer comes in, like. It, they Makes might be able tough. to get this guy, Urias, though, Tom. He's kind of an unknown. Like, I guess not an unknown, but you kind of dream of not getting Scherzer out of the gate here, right? You really do. That's where they got to capitalize. Right away, get some hits. Love it. Ricky, Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Thank you so much for listening today. Go sign up on SteadyPicks.com if you haven't. Good luck with the bets today. And we will see you tomorrow to finish up the NFL sleep.